It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, I Know It When I See It. And our scripture reference for today is taken from Exodus 33, verses 7 through 23. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Have you ever watched the news and just felt like screaming? When I talk to others about things that are happening in our world, a common refrain is, people are crazy these days. So many stories and statistics make it feel like there's no chance for decency, peace, or even common sense to prevail. What are people thinking? Frustration and indifference can easily set in if we are not careful. Knowing that God has called us to live and believe differently, how do you keep those negative feelings from clouding your view of the world? I think you can learn from Moses. He had been on Mount Sinai, and there he received the two tablets of the covenant. This was supposed to be a remarkable occasion for Moses and the people. As he came down the mountain, however, he saw that the people had fashioned a golden calf. They made a noise of war, that is, they shouted evil. Moses would tell the assembly that they had sinned a great sin. Initially, he had the people burn the calf, and then he sought God's forgiveness on behalf of the people. Here's a quick diversion from our topic today. We talk a lot about personal forgiveness and holiness, as we should. And I know none of us are like Moses in that we are leading an entire people toward God. But have you ever taken time to ask forgiveness on behalf of your church or your family? What difference do you think that might make in how you see the connection between your life and the life of your church and family? In Exodus 33, Moses does something else significant. We're told he pitches a tent, the tent of meeting. This becomes a place where Moses meets with God as someone might speak to a friend. Now, did he not trust the people to go back to the mountain again? Was this a better place to be so that he could have a closer eye on them? Maybe. Everyone knows what Moses does in the tent. You can tell by how they respond. They would rise and bow, perhaps in humble adoration and confession. In one particular friendly conversation with the Almighty, Moses asks for something specific. He seems to acknowledge that he can't know the fullness of God's ways, what God is thinking. So he tells God, show me your glory. And truthfully, I don't know exactly what that means. When God's glory passes by Moses, I'm not sure what that looked like, but I know I want it. In a way, we can see how Moses responded to the great sin of his people by seeking the glory of God. With so much around us happening that can easily suck the joy and peace out of life, it's imperative to seek God's glory. Again, I don't know what that always looks like. Categorize it under, I know it when I see it. Of course, the golden calf incident wouldn't be the last time the people of God would stumble. 
I have to think it wouldn't be the only time Moses wanted to see God's glory either. He would need to constantly seek God's presence and continue to talk with God as a friend would want to. What about you? Are you seeking God's glory, God's presence? Are you talking to God, listening to God? What's awesome about doing all of those things is that you can do them on your own and we can do them together as the church. In fact, the more we do them as a church, I think the more the Lord moves in powerful ways. So maybe you should pray with me. God, show us your glory. Stay blessed.